1: hey everyone so 2022 is almost over uh damien did you get some great presents uh
2: yes i got the gift of just having a bit of time off that was Lovely. the nicest thing what about <laughs> you
1: um i got the gift of also having some time off <laughs> um which as you know i struggle with yeah
2: well there are pit stops aren't we that's what we often yeah. speak around the the opportunity to stop and pause and reflect is really valuable, so I think when we can appreciate them we can make the most of them
1: it's almost like you'd plan that because that's exactly what this episode of high performance is about (laughs) this is a pit stop this is a chance for us to stop and reflect now if you're a subscriber to our premium service high performance plus um, then you will know that every month you get key learnings from us where myself and Damien sit down and reflect on the guests who have joined us over the past few weeks but we actually thought it would be really nice to round off the year by allowing everyone to hear us pick out just three key takeaways that we've heard over the past 12 months um before we reveal them and hear from three of the guests who've joined us i mean let's just be frank this was a really hard challenge i I, to sit here now and think of the guests who've joined us in 2022 i I feel so lucky to have had these conversations on behalf of our listeners definitely
2: i was talking to finn uh around this very topic who's finn Finn is our producer, and uh, Finn was telling us this year alone we've released over 80 high-performance episodes in 2022, so in the back catalogue of over 170 of these brilliant interviews that we've been lucky enough to conduct, this year we've really churned out over 80 of them. So just reflecting on all of them, I mean, it's just a treasure chest of knowledge and wisdom and experience that we've had to draw on.
1: Right, let's do it then. Lessons from the year. Um, do you want to pick the first clip?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm going to go for one of our landmark episodes. It was episode 100 that we did at the start of the year, which was with an enigmatic guest, somebody that we'd had on our list to get uh, along for quite a while, the brilliant adventurer Bear Grylls. And I love this. I'd, I'd, I loved the start of the interview where you brought your son Seb in and Bear really made a special effort with I tell you a quick
1: story go on so um he was so nice to sebastian wasn't he and yeah. seb as you know doesn't talk a lot he's quite shy but it that lived with him that moment i can't believe it was almost a year ago that we had that conversation with bear grills but if you remember bear said to him listen seb kindness courage never give up spirit right and then the teacher seb's teacher played that little snippet it? to the class right A couple of weeks later, I went to pick him up from school and hanging from the ceiling, all the kids in the school had cut out letters and coloured them in of kindness, courage, never give up spirit. And they'd written the letters into... they, They put the letters into words and then hung them from the ceiling. So when you go into his classroom, the class motto in Seb's class for the whole year was kindness, courage, never give up spirit.
2: Isn't that wonderful? Like, the ripple effect of Bear Grylls just being kind in that moment to Seb when he came on the call, and the ripple effect that there's going to be half a dozen young boys or girls in Seb's class are going to remember those messages and those values that, that Bear encouraged, and the next generation suddenly start to replicate them.
1: And isn't there something... Like, really important about that. You know, I think sometimes when you have something called high performance and you have gold medal winners and you have leaders and you have CEOs and you have celebrities and well known people, it's a reminder that actually at the core of all of this, what they're doing, you know, we don't pay a single guest to come on this podcast. All of them are giving up their time, their knowledge, their experience. It's a reminder that if we can all go through life, with that philanthropic nature of wanting to give back more than we take out, I think the world is a better place. I think the world now is too full of people who want to take more than they are willing to give and that's where society breaks down.
2: So when we spoke to Adam Grant, the organisational psychologist around this, who spoke about the world is full of either disagreeable givers or disagreeable takers and these are people that the name, if you haven't heard the interview, might might jar with you and you might wonder what he means by that. But these are people that are either looking to give you feedback to help you get better or a disagreeable take with somebody that gives you feedback to make themselves feel better. And I think what all our guests are, are very firmly in the camp of being disagreeable givers. They're offering us ideas that we might not agree with, but they're offering them with the help that we might be able to take them, apply them and make our own lives better
1: well let's hear then from one of those disagreeable givers bear grills talking about the power of never giving up and why actually that starts at school
3: things about school as you know as a parent school the currency at school tends to be celebrates the sporty or the academic or or maybe even the good looking you know those are the things that carry weight at school and uh you know, but as we know, th- those things count for very little in life. And the currency of life is the opposite of that. The currency of life is resilience and, and a and a positivity and a never give up spirit. And, you know, I think one of the dangers for young people is the superstars of school. And how often do we hear that the superstars at school don't always find life quite so easy. But my theory on this, which I'm sure you kind of understand is that If it's all too easy, the one muscle you need in life, which is the inner muscle of the never give up, resilient muscle, gets a bit weak. But we have the big outer muscles and all the trophies and the school thinks you're amazing because you come first and get A's. But actually little Johnny, who's never picked for anything, but never gives up and is just kind and tries his best and fails and gets up again. And nobody really even notices he's getting up again for the hundredth time. He leaves school, maybe not the the big biceps or the trophies, but he leaves school with the one thing that matters and it's that million-dollar check, a currency of life, the resilience inside, the strong inner muscle. So, you know, for a, a, a young young boy like Sebastian, like a son of which there are many, many, as you know, in the, in the world who often, you know, and I see this from my own kids, often school overlooks a little bit, you know, because you're not that loud or, or, or sporty or brilliant or whatever, you know, in, in school terms. He's going to be great in life. You know, he's going to be great in life and, and take heart and, um, you know, good for him. What a, what, a, what, a, what a great kid. Now, for
1: me, this is one of the most important clips from the whole year. You know, you've already said 80 episodes. So that's 80 hours, maybe 90 hours of high performance that we've produced so far this year. And I think that, few seconds is vital because I think we all have to and I don't think I've got two young kids at school and all around me I see parents desperately pushing their children towards success all the time not realising that the biggest learning for our children the biggest learning for us the biggest learning at any stage in our lives comes from the failure it comes from the struggle you know we had Johnny Wilkinson on this podcast almost right at the very beginning telling us that after 20 years of effort winning the Rugby World Cup gave him a thrill for 30 seconds Right. So life is not about reaching the moment of victory. What is life about? Life is about pushing past the challenge. There's no journey without progress. Every journey needs progress. The only way you get progress is by getting to a place that's difficult to reach. The only way you get to someone that's difficult to reach is by failing and pushing past the difficult things. I think we have to, in 2023, get our heads around the fact that what life is actually about is not arriving somewhere, it's pushing through the difficult stuff to get to that place. Yep.
2: And a way that we can all do it as parents is just learning to ask better questions. I think when I pick my kids up from school, or certainly when they were little, I'd, I'd pick them up and I'd say, how was your day? And they'd say, it was all right. say, what do you do? And they'd say, nothing. And what I realised after <laughs> I a while was that they're giving me feedback. My questions were rubbish, so they don't want to answer them. So asking better questions, and I think this is what Bear encourages us to do, rather than say, how did you get on? Where did you come in the class? Did you win that sports game? Asking questions like, did you enjoy it? Because if they did, they'll come back. What did you learn that shows you were engaged? How did you help other people along the way? Shows that they've got a social intelligence that they're part of it. And then maybe make our fourth or fifth question, how did you get on? What was the actual metrics that we're assessing them by? And I think when we can ask better questions, that's where we start to encourage this growth mindset, which in turn leads to greater resilience, perseverance, and ultimately, better long-term performance.
1: Brilliant advice. I love that. And thank you so much, Bear Grills, for coming on the High Performance Podcast and sharing so much with us. Okay, um, can I pick an episode? Go on. The reason why I've chosen this person is because I think that when we decided to invite her onto the podcast, most people I mentioned it to went like, how is this person high performance or why would you have her on the podcast or what's she got to say about high performance? And in so many ways that goes to the very heart of what high performance is all about. For me, this podcast exists to remind people that we live in a society absolutely dominated by opinion and it's opinion generated without knowledge. Therefore, there's no empathy. And what we need to do is have empathy for those around us. The more we can understand the people around us, the closer we can get to working with them, the more we can work with them, the greater we can achieve things together. So we invited the former reality TV star, now TV presenter and author, Vicky Patterson, onto the podcast. And I don't know about you, Damien, but I have more people mention this episode to me as taking them by surprise than any other conversation we had in the last 12 months.
2: Yeah, so there's that great quote from, I think it's Albert Einstein that said, I can't teach anybody anything, I can only make you think. And I think that's what Vicky did for for me, for you, and for so many of our listeners, was it made us stop and think, were we being fair? Were we being quick to judge? Were we being particularly prejudiced? And I think the very title of this episode was Listen Without Prejudice. Just hear rather than here to seek to reach an opinion on the back of it. And I thought she was amazing. I thought the wisdom that she shared was shared so generously, but also quite humbly as well. She wasn't claiming, like she said to us a couple of times, I've, I've nicked this idea off a coach that I've got or somebody else. So she was just passing on the hard-earned wisdom that she'd acquired. And I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Well, here is what Vicky said to us about the modern challenges of social media.
0: There's a saying that I wasn't allowed to use in my book because it's somebody else's and they're very precious. And I don't blame them because it is a good one. Um, but it is like, don't compare your behind the scenes to someone else's highlight reel. And I, I don't think it was created for social media, but it's, there's just never been a better way to describe it. It's so apt. We are constantly bombarded with unrealistic images of perfection and, um, For a while, like, I completely was suckered in. And even worse than that, I perpetuated that culture, which I've grown to hate. It's easily done, but it's so toxic. And I couldn't even keep up with it. You know, like, the pressure I was putting on myself to be something I wasn't. And I was, like, well in my 20s. So I do worry about, like, young lasses and young lads coming to these platforms and thinking everything they see is as is, because it's not everything's filtered and everything is this carefully curated glimpse into somebody's life they're showing you what they want you to fucking see they're not showing you their bad days their breakouts their periods their hangovers the days when they just can't bring themselves to look in the mirror like they're not showing you any of that they're showing you the highlights so take it with a pinch of salt and don't be afraid to block people who threaten your peace
1: Now, if you want to hear the full conversation with Vicky, and by the way, she shared some amazing stuff that I even use today to run my diary and work more efficiently, listen to the podcast and you'll find out what that is. Uh, But if you want to hear the full episode, it's episode 99 of the High Performance Podcast.
2: Well, there's a really good example of this. When we talk about, when we tell people listening to this that we're learning all the time as well, we're applying this stuff and using it in our own lives. I remember me and you having a conversation a few weeks ago where we were talking about um, a football manager that we'd both had an interaction with. And we found ourselves sort of making some sweeping judgments about this person. And then I remember you stopping and going, hang on a minute, that's an opinion. Maybe we need to have empathy about what's going on in this person's life. And as soon as we both shifted to that perspective, our opinion dropped away and we could actually start to see... uh, with greater perspective, we could start to be a bit more reasoned and rational in our responses. And I think that's a testimony to what Vicky offered us this year.
1: I would love you all actually to set yourself a challenge of trying to be more tolerant and understanding of other people in 2023. I mean, for a start, it doesn't do you any good. We were joined on the podcast by the amazing Mo Gaudat. That's a podcast worth listening to from throughout 2022, where he said to us, when something happens that annoys you, Someone else's behaviour frustrates you. The actual annoyance lasts for 90 seconds, any longer than that, and you're choosing to top up the annoyance reserves. And sometimes we're doing it for two, three, four days. You know, someone is aggressive to you in traffic and it winds you up and you start driving badly and you get home and you slam down your car keys and you slam the front door closed and you start muttering under your breath. Who's been impacted by that person's behaviour? Them, driving off blissfully, having bibbed you or flicked a digit or something, or you? Well, the answer is you. So you've got to realise that life is not about what happens to you. It's how you react to it. And one of the really good lessons that I learned in 2022 about how to do this was from Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Please listen to his podcast, Feel Better, Live More. It's a brilliant podcast, but he came on ours and he spoke about the fact that when someone behaves in a way that isn't nice or makes you feel bad or you don't understand or is just aggressive or critical or whatever, he said, have the mindset of if you'd have lived their life, you would act in exactly the same way Mm. and i think that is a really powerful way to think about the world and this isn't to excuse people's behavior but it's just to get us closer to a position of empathy if i'd have lived their life if i'd have had their input their parenting their challenges their bullying their trauma their their difficult times then i too might act like them Mm. i love that
2: i just think it's such a simple but incredibly profound idea of because what it forces you to do is to try and step into their world and see the world through somebody else's eyes and i think if that's a lesson that any of us can take away and apply in 2023 this podcast and the 80 episodes we put out this year has been worth it if one person does precisely that
1: go and give us the bill bullard quote to wrap up This little section.
2: So Bill Bullard, uh, for regular listeners, will know that we love citing him, but he's an American politician that said opinion is the lowest form of knowledge because it requires nothing other than you to offer a judgment and to sweep in with a statement. Whereas empathy is the highest form of knowledge because it requires you to suspend your ego, step into somebody else's world and see it from their perspective.
1: And we were joined in November by a guest for whom, if you had opinion, you'd imagine life is pretty good. Heavyweight champion of the world, multi-millionaire, performs in packed arenas, lauded by fans across the globe. However, he joined us on this podcast. And for those of you that have listened, I'm sure that your opinion very quickly turned to empathy because you, for the first time perhaps, really understood the challenges of living as Tyson Fury. And here's what he told us about the experience of joining us on the High Performance Podcast.
4: I think that this was one of the best um, podcasts I've done. Um, I've not done that many. I've, I only do select podcasts. This has been probably the most in-depth and the pros you've took me to, the darkest places that I probably never spoke about before. Never spoke about me dead sister before. I've never spoke about all stuff going on with Paris and and my Uncle Ewey in the hospital. I may have touched on that, but not in depth. I think we've gone, took me to hell and back in this interview, brought back up all these memories. And I can see her now smile at the end of it, thinking like that's in the past and I hope I never go back there again. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that I don't go back there again.
2: So what could we do better as interviewers? Give us feedback. I
4: I think you guys were bang on, to be fair. You didn't, uh, you just let, you just... Prompted the questions, let the let me speak and talk about it basically, and it, I thought it was a fantastic um interview. Thank you for sharing. So, I, I've watched this you you guys before, and you you always say like, what three things? We're gonna ask you that in a Oh God! Yeah.
1: <laughs> <I thought laughs> Come on, then. What are they then? <laughs> yeah. Your three non-negotiable behaviours that you and the people around you have to buy into.
4: Well, my three nego- non-negotiable behaviours, or three things that makes me high performance is fish fingers, chips and beans.
1: <laughs> that we've never had before.
4: <laughs>
2: well, I'm going to make a bit of a humble brag here because Will, our boss uh, High Performance, nominated me as asking the bravest question of 2022 <laughs> when he, uh, I told Tyson in one stage of the interview that I didn't actually believe him. In one of the
1: answers that he gave, I tell you what. Actually, instead of you telling the story, I'm going to say let's play the clip now, because <laughs> I, what I want you to do at home, I want you to listen to this. When Damien goes, uh, I don't believe you. Right? Listen to listen to this noise because Tyson's holding a water bottle he's been drinking from, <laughs> and actually he doesn't say anything. He just crunches the bottle in his hand. Have a little listen to it.
2: But can I just jump in? Go on. Like I don't believe you. With all due respect, when you tell me about the. <laughs> about I want to do it for the fans. In your world, you've got to tighten the circle who you listen to. The fans are nice, and it's nice to play the game of engaging with the fans and things like that, but that wasn't the real reason. I'm struggling to... That was 100% the reason.
1: Rather you than me asking that question, (laughs) but fair play. And actually, at the end there, when we played the clip where Tyson said, look, you've taken me to dark places, you've challenged me, I've never done a podcast like this before. I think if we don't have the not really the bravery but I'm almost like the permission to ask those kinds of questions then I think this podcast struggles and people often say how are you able to ask those questions of your guests and I'll be honest with you I kind of struggle for what the answer is to that really
2: yeah and I mean while I'm saying it tongue-in-cheek that we did challenge him on that I think the point I make is that in that room at the time I think we'd established a relationship of trust we'd listened to him we would created space we'd asked him questions and we weren't seeking the gotcha moment the idea of tripping him up or trying to expose him it was giving him space to allow us into his world and I think just saying to him well that doesn't fit with the pattern of what you've told us earlier meant that ironically he went back and did revise his opinion or he explained it in a little bit more detail and I think that's an important thing there that Tyson was open to a respectful challenge from us and I think for all of us opening ourselves up to this idea of surrounding ourselves with people that are not just prepared to tell us what we want to hear, but what we need to hear. It's a a feature I often talk about when I work with coaches. I say you can surround yourself with truth tellers or time tellers. And the origins of the story comes from, I worked with a coach years ago who'd created a culture where when he was under pressure and he turned to his assistants, the only thing they could offer him was how long was left on the clock in that particular game. They weren't offering him ideas or challenging his thinking and he was frustrated by them and my challenge was but you've created that culture where they don't feel empowered enough to give you an alternative idea so you've obviously done something in that relationship that's removed it and I think this is what Tyson we came to that conclusion with him that he needs to look at is in the circle people that are prepared to help him make that transition away from the sport of boxing, when he feels it's the right time to retire for his own mental and physical welfare. But I think it's a lesson we can all apply to ourselves and our lives. Having a circle of people that are prepared to challenge us is essential.
1: Yeah. We would love you to challenge people in the coming year, but you can only do it if you come from a place of empathy and understanding and a desire to know them better. The only reason why we challenge Tyson Fury, we challenge Bear Grylls, Vicky Patters and every single other guest who's joined us over the past 12 months is purely for us to understand them more. You know, This is not a gotcha podcast, as Damien says. This isn't looking for clickbait or quick headlines. This is a podcast that exists solely to educate and inform you, to get you closer to a mindset of empathy and understanding and take you therefore nearer your own version of high performance. Listen, I hope you enjoyed reflecting on those few clips with us as Damien started the podcast by saying... We've had over 80 of these episodes this year. If this is the first time you've come to high performance, please take a look through the back catalogue. There's so much here for you. Those are just three lessons from what's been an incredible 2022. Thank you so much for all of the guests who've joined us. We have got huge plans for 2023. We hope to see you on the live high performance tour. Check out the highperformancepodcast.com for more details. Remember though, there is no secret. It is all there for you. So chase world-class basics. Don't get high on your own supply. Remain humble, curious and empathetic. See you. Small details are
2: big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rust-Oleum's new custom spray five-in-one gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or...